everyone. Welcome to another edition of the Brief Talk Podcast. We have someone on the podcast who we've been doing a little back and forth lately to get him on the show. It is Mr. J.D. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Pleasure to be here. It's awesome to have you. We've had a little scheduling issues, but, you know, nothing too crazy. And the story story of my life. (laughs) Eh, it's all good. We had had issues, but we got him here. That's the important thing. I'm excited to have him here because he has such an amazing Instagram and has such amazing taste in underwear, swimwear, and spandex, which is like, you know, the holy trinity of gear. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so he has some amazing Speedos that he goes swimming in, actually swimming in at the laps because um, yeah. he takes pictures and I love them. One I looked up. The other day, and he always posts great pictures, and I'm like, oh, great gear. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, thank you. You're welcome. I have, I have a lot of it. It's, it's like, borderline a problem, nope. uh, at least in terms of, in terms of storage. It's, it's becoming a problem. Well, but uh, it's uh, nice to have some place to show it off and uh, kind of get everything through the rotation. You could never have too much. That's true. Only I've, thing you can have is not enough storage. Yes. Which it's just true because, you know, I'm going through mine and I went through my singlets the other day and I have like 32 of them now. Wow. And um, someone goes, you have a problem? And I said, yeah, I need somewhere to store them. Yeah, exactly. That is, that is the only true problem. It's like, I, I need more of them. And yeah, I was yeah. talking to Andrew at end to end and told him, I was like, you know, I have about 20 of your singlets. He's like, what? And I'm like, yup. And I'm getting more. So, yay. I know. I need, I actually need some more singlets. I only, I only have a few. I probably only have like three or four actually. And I really love the ones that I have. And I, uh, yeah, I just need more. But again, storage is the, is the problem. And, and like occasions and reasons to, to wear them. There's never enough of those either true and i can help you with singlets i'm an expert in singlets yeah i'll, I'll uh, take some recommendations after afterwards yes we will we will i will get you hooked up no problem awesome love that at all and i know which of the best singlets and if you listen to our singlet show a while back we're gonna have another one soon so we may have to get you on the singlet show or spandex Ooh. show good to know i know spandex is is really that's a new sort of frontier for me. That was something that was, I used to go to the gym, you know, you'd see guys in sort of leggings and different spandex gear. And I never really wore any of it out to the gym. And I was working with my trainer and I had said, I was like, you know, eventually I'm going to, I'm going to get into shape enough that I'm going to feel good about wearing spandex in the gym like all full on, full on spandex. And uh, it was really at the beginning of this year that I was like, you know, what? I was looking in the mirror. I was like, I feel good. I think it's the time for it. And so I kind of went and bought a few pieces, which I had, they've been on my Instagram account. It's really sort of the extent of what I have. And, wow. uh, and I've been, a, I've been converted. I pretty much am only wearing spandex to the gym now. So I've been stocking up on as many new pieces as I can get my hands on. Awesome. Well, we're going to have to get you on the spandex show. All right. I'll be ready. Okay. Before we jump ahead, like we just did, (laughs) let's start off on our questions in order because, you know, I never remember them when they're pulled up and I won't forget them this time. Sure. Sure. It is first off the easy question. Tell our listeners a little bit about you if they don't follow you on social media. Sure. My name is JD. I'm 31. I live in Chicago right now. I've been here for about two years. And before that, I lived in Los Angeles for about like 10 years. I am gay. I'm single. Not really looking for a partner, personally. That's just my my feelings. Um, I work in marketing and advertising. And uh, I like going to the gym. I've been working on sort of my fitness journey for like probably about like four or five years now, like really like working with the trainer, focusing on what I'm eating and my schedule going to the gym and sort of having a plan. I've always been a pretty active person, played sports growing up, but 
I've just been really sort of recommitting to that fitness journey this year. That was one of my resolutions to, to really double down on it. And so that's the reason I started my new Instagram account. And, uh, it's, it's mostly just kind of like tracking things. It's, it's a place for me to check in every day. And with that sort of love of spandex and underwear and speedos, it's been a really fun place to kind of share that too. Very nice. So did you have the love of underwear before your fitness journey or did it come? Yeah, absolutely. That started when I was very young. (laughs) Good, good. Making sure. Some people have different journeys and everyone, although it's amazing how similar our journeys all are. Okay, straight Mm -hmm. by. It's pretty much two different stories. So it's either you started really young or you started after college. Those are the two main ones. I'm sure there are sure. a few more, but sure. usually it's like down the underwear aisle. But mm-hmm. that's for later. So we'll yeah, I'll, I'll wait till you ask me that question. <laughs> we'll get into that for sure. And a few more questions that weren't on the list that I'll throw in because you know I have tons of questions. All right, hit me. So when did you first discover your love of underwear? What was it? That made you go, ooh, what's this? Well, yeah, like I said, it was definitely young for me. I I think that it probably, I kind of like recognized it somewhere in like middle school, Mm -hmm. probably. I think it was, it would be around the time of like, you know, I think it was probably like wherever the age was where, the guys in like the locker room were like, Oh, tidy whities are for losers. And, you know, everyone started to switch over to like boxers. I think I probably realized like, no, I, I like the tidy whities better. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was probably like in middle school for me. And I think that like the, I started to like see, I know everyone has the, like the underwear aisle story, right? Like that definitely mm-hmm. was the thing you know, seeing, seeing the packaging there. And like, in conjunction with that, I remember getting like flyers in like the newspaper, right? There'd be like advertisement paper. And so it would always be really exciting if there were like a couple guys in like, they'd always be like the Fruit of the Looms or the Hanes or something. And um, I very specifically remember getting like a Macy's catalog or like a JCPenney catalog showing up at our house and like there would be a section in there and so that was kind of really exciting and that's where i just i think at that time when i was seeing those ads i don't think i really totally understood what the attraction was to it and then and then probably right around that same time was i'm gonna like kind of date myself here i guess but i guess those were sort of early-ish internet days and mm-hmm. so beginning to poke around on the internet some dial-up connection i started to kind of like look around and explore there too and and um that's kind of where i first yeah like discovered it nice yeah i i think everyone's around middle school if you're in the younger range that you like oh what's that what is what is this over here yeah exactly yes yes so do you remember the first good pair of underwear you bought yes i do and because we had to reschedule this a couple times it gave me a little time to like think on it and, and kind of pull back the memories dig them up but the very first pair and i remember this distinctly the first good pair i got was the calvin klein they were like pro stretch white briefs with a red waistband and I remember that the packaging had the um, Swedish soccer player Freddie Jundberg on the oh yeah like shaved head like oh my god I thought he was so sexy and just incredible looking and and just the way the underwear looked and everything I was like I want to I think at the time I was like I want to look like that right like that's the mm-hmm. dream there was eventually the realization of like. No, I'm like full on just attracted to that. And that was probably, it was probably like in high school. And I, I remember I asked my mom to 
buy that underwear for me because we were doing like back to school shopping, I think. And we were the, we were in a Calvin Klein and I was like, Oh, I want some like nicer clothes and stuff. Cause we didn't have, we didn't really have a ton of good shopping around where I was from very rural place. And there was a Calvin Klein store in one of the like local strip malls. And that was the first pair that I, that I got that was like nicer underwear that wasn't just Hanes or Fruit of Loom. Nice. That interesting that it was Calvin Klein and then mom bought yeah. it for you. Cause yeah. And she was like, why do you want this? And I was like, because these are not embarrassing. You know, like the, the tidy whities were really like embarrassing, but this has like a fashion, you know, like this was like a, it had like a label. Right. And it wasn't sold in a six pack you could, or a 12 pack. It was like, you bought one pair. I was like, yeah, these are like high end. They're like cool and mature. Nice. Yeah. We had the tidy whitey show, which I told you dropped today. We talked about how tidy whities are either seen as, you know, adolescents, young, younger or daddy. It's like no in between. It's one yeah. of the two. So yeah, I, I, I think that's, that holds pretty true. So I get what you're saying when you're like, oh, these are embarrassing. You don't want to wear tidy whities No offense to the tidy whities people out there, but. <laughs> yeah. Well, then I remember, like, I think the follow-up to that was, like, there was there was the sort of other colorway for that was the, like, black briefs with, like, a blue waistband, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And so eventually I was like, well, yeah, like, I'm not just going to have, like, one pair of underwear. Like, I need to get these other ones, too. That was that's how I sold it because I didn't have my own money to buy it at the time. Oh yeah, but, yeah. So that was that was sort of the first like dipping my toe into the water of something that wasn't just really basic. And then how did it grow from there? From these Calvin Klein briefs to you know going forward, did you start branching out into different? styles when you went to college did you branch out more when is it you really went full-on underwear yeah i think in college i definitely didn't have a lot of the disposable income that has uh allowed me to expand the collection in my adult life but definitely in college i remember I remember ordering a few pairs of Andrew Christian mm-hmm. that was like sort of emerging then. And those like some of those first like varsity, you know, briefs and jock straps and stuff. I definitely ordered um, a handful of those. And those are probably some of the first ones that I ordered on my own and like had shipped to me directly at school. So I would say, I mean, those, those first pairs, I think were really just, when I got them, you know, I actually, I remember keeping the packaging mm-hmm. from those first pairs. Cause I was like, well, I'm not gonna, I'm, like, I'm not gonna throw this away. This is like great stuff. Right. So I think that that really just kind of solidified for me that like, this was an interest that I had and that, you know, got to trust my gut here. And then as I got into college, yeah, bought, I just bought more and it was it was always just kind of a thing. So like I, I would just pick up pairs like here and there. I, you know, probably Macy's, but it was, that was not really the kind of like wider, more exotic brands that we sort of see today. Um, and then post college or like, I guess kind of during college, I did a lot of traveling and I kind of really started collecting underwear and speedos as like souvenirs from like places I'd been. So I'd always like, I would always like pop into a shop uh, if I saw anything kind of mostly traveling around Europe doing some like backpacking and stuff. And so I would always try and pick something up that felt like it was specific or kind of unique to that sort of Europe, more like European styles too. And pretty much all briefs or like some like bikini brief kind of stuff. And I think the I think the first place I ever bought a thong was in Spain. I remember that I was like this was kind of this like metallic golden thong, and I thought it was really exciting. So I picked that up, and then the rest is kind of history. Then after after kind of college, and then moving into like adult life, it was 
you know, then I had a job and I was like, I can spend this money on whatever I want. And so mm-hmm. I think they're still around, but like fresh pair, I used to go yeah. on that site all the time. I was like addicted. Um, and so that's where I think I started picking up a lot of different types of things. And then, yeah. And then, then just like the rest is history. I just kept, kept going. Very cool. I have to ask in your travels, what do you consider your prized pair you bought during your travels? Did you have one? Oh, that's tough. Or Uh, several that you. There's, Oh, let me think. There's a few pairs of briefs from, Oh my God, I'm going to butcher the name. It's, I always have to look at it when I say it. Otherwise I know I totally mispronounce it, but it's, I'm sure you probably heard of it. They, they're like not unknown, but it's in, intimacy. Oh, I can never say it. Yes. I know exactly who you're talking yeah, about. Right. Yes, I think, yes, I think yes, we all yes, struggle. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, I got, I, I remember picking up a few pairs of briefs from them and I still have them and I love them. And I actually picked up a, a speedo in one of their stores in Italy that I love. It's one of my favorites. And yeah, so those, those might be my, my favorite, nice. my favorite piece from my I travels. Have, I have their Mickey Mouse Speedo from a couple years ago. Oh, yes? Yes. I, it was on clearance when I went to their website and bought two pairs of briefs in that because it was next to nothing and the shipping was reasonable from Italy. And I'm like, oh, my God. I need to go that's, buy that's, some more. Yeah, it's they're great because I did not know them until we had Alec on couple of years ago when he was talking about I'm like, what is this brand? What what and he told me all about them and I'm like, oh my goodness, I need this brand. When they make yeah, very I, good underwear. I really like their stuff and I just I kinda like the they have some just like really what's the word I'm searching for? I really I just like I like the sort of prints. You know, they're mm-hmm. they're not basic but they're just good like kinda like reliable and comfortable and they look good and yeah, I just I like a lot of the different aspects of their of their underwear, and yeah, they usually. I remember like they have a mix of like men's and women's spray, mm-hmm. and I've seen stores in the U.S. but they'll like only carry the women's. Yeah, uh, so that was always something. So I remember after the first ones that I bought when I was in Italy, the next time. I had gone, I had seen a store in the U S and they didn't have any men's underwear. And so the next time that I was abroad, I made sure to grab like a whole bunch more pairs while I was there. Nice. Uh, locked up to make sure I could get it. Yes. And then if you go on their site, they run clearance every so often mm-hmm. and the shipping was reasonable. I mean, cause you're used to international shipping being like 20, $30. This was yeah. like, I think 11, it was Ooh. something super cheap. And I'm like, I need to order more and I haven't ordered more. So I need to go look them up because I was thinking actually about them just the other day. And I'm like, oh, I love these briefs. I need more of them. Yeah. I'm going to have to uh, do some online shopping after after we're you're done. Gonna, you're going to be, I'm going to make you spend money. Huzzah. Yeah. It's not that, it's not, a, it's not that hard to make that happen. Well, I am an underwear and gear enabler. So I will, anyone who asks me, should I buy this? The answer is yes. It's always just for me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. I'm guilty, guilty of that as well. It's like, but it's not, I don't really, the answer is yes. I don't care if you don't need them. You have no space for them. You have no drawers for them. You already have 12 in the exact same color. The answer is yes. Yeah. I think, I think we all just need more. Exactly. And I'm like, if you want someone to tell you no, you came to the wrong person. Came to the wrong place. Yeah, that is that is for sure. I will tell you to buy more stores before I will tell you to stop buying underwear. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I agreed. I'm, I'm so, a considering storage unit. I'm like, look, I gotta make room for something here. I told one, I was like, he's like, I don't have your store. I was like, go to IKEA and buy another dresser. Hello? It's not hard. Yeah. yeah, I I may have done that in the past. It's the only true way to go. I'm just saying. If you're an underwear lover, you know you have more underwear than regular clothes, and you're happy about it. I'm just saying. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying. Uh, So let's get back to the current day. So we're talking Mm -hmm. your previous. 
What are your favorite styles and brands you wear right now? What are what are your go-tos? As we say right now, because we know it always changes for everyone who loves underwear. Yeah, yeah. But this moment in time, if you had to pick styles and brands, what would it be? Styles? I mean, I, I think I definitely wear predominantly briefs. Um, I have the most of, like, the whole collection. It's mostly all briefs. But lately, I'd say in the past, like, couple months, really, I've picked up a lot more, like, bikini brief styles mm-hmm. or like sport brief styles that I really like. Sometimes I feel like they can be a little hit or miss with the way that they're cut and the way that they look mm-hmm. when they're on, but I've found some that I really like. And so I've been enjoying those. I kind of always mix in some thongs like at least once a week, but I've been buying more of those probably over the past two years. So like current day, I'd say I'm going to be like 85 to 90% briefs during the week and then thongs i usually wear with the spandex that i wear at the gym mm-hmm. so they're kind of like a gym they're sort of like the gym go-to for me i do wear jock straps too i don't have as many i have not really felt the um i know everybody loves the jock strap and for certain things they are you know functional we'll say yes but, but i just I don't find them personally as like attractive as briefs or thongs, but I do have them and I do wear them. And sometimes like I'm feeling it and I love, I love a good jock strap too. So I certainly have them, but I don't wear them. I don't wear them a ton. It's mostly briefs and thongs for me well, uh, in terms of style. Yeah. You just go with what you like. Not every style's for every person. And Precisely. Perfect. You know, some guys love jocks, some love thongs. Yeah, I'm like you. A lot of people love jock straps, and so I've had plenty of people request that I wear them or, you know, ask about them. And and I, you know, I enjoy them. They're just not my top pick. That's that's just me. Well, you know, you go with what you love. That's yes. what I say. Because I'm like you. I'm more briefs, bikinis. As opposed to thongs or jocks, I have plenty of everything, but my go-tos are just pretty much, you know, the normal. I like the pouch briefs to give give you a nice support and you feel good all day and you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. Yeah. I like, I like a brief that is supportive, but, you know, snug and, um, yeah, that's kind of my, my go-to. Definitely. So what are your favorite brands right now? Which ones do you gravitate towards most? Right now, I would say my like active underwear drawer is full of teammate. I okay. I just stocked up on ev- pretty much everything from them. I found like a few pairs that I liked and then was like I definitely need these in every single color. And I just, I just kind of like, like their brand and I like the quality of all their underwear. So I pretty much, if it's on, if it's on the teammate site, I probably, I'd like most definitely have it. I do also like, I've, I've kind of fallen in love with Coyote. I know they're pretty popular Mm -hmm. right now. And those were actually, it's the Coyote like ribbed, it's like sport brief or like bikini brief. Those fit me like really well. I really love them. They're super comfortable. And I like their thongs as well. I wear a lot of Grand Axis. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. Steve also is Chicago homeboy, so I love that. Then I have a lot of N2N, MCE, Aussie Bum. That kind of rounds out my my current underwear drawer. I I would I would say you know like special shout outs to like Todd Sandfield, Skin Fit. Mm-hmm. Those are sort of my my ones that I'm just getting to know and buy more of, but I like them. I like what I have from them. So I will probably continue to add to those collections as well. But, but yeah, that's the, the rundown. Nice. I highly recommend Todd Stanfield's bikini. Oh my God. It is amazing. It is the, one like, of my favorites. Bikini, like underwear brief. Yeah. I think I'm, I might have one of those. I think that was, I only, I think I got like six pairs 
And I think that was one of the ones I really liked. The, I mean, the material and the oh. fit is is fantastic. I actually just last night got a speedo. They're doing a speedo sale right or swimwear sale at the moment. And there's oh, nice. the one. There's one of the prints um, that actually the I still have the packaging sitting right next to me. I can tell you right now, it was the um, there's the like trigger print. It's sort of like the white and yellow and black. Um, oh, and I've, been, yeah. I've been eyeing it for so long and I just saw there was a sale. And so I picked that one up and I, I tried it on and I love it. He has come such a long way from when he first started and yeah, yeah. Oh, everything he makes lately is just, I tell people, I'm like, okay, he started out really trying to find where he belonged. And then this last couple of collections, he has just nailed it. And he did colors, he's doing prints, he's doing, mm-hmm. and the fabric is just, oh my God, it's amazing. Because I told him when I put it on, I was like, oh my God, I'm still trying to get him on a podcast, but it's just not working. Because uh, I want him to come on and tell his journey in doing underwear. And because he started yeah. back in 2000, like 2012. So it's yeah, been, so, like, he's been, you know, like a familiar face and, and i feel like I've seen him around. Until recently, I'm trying to think. It was probably like a little before this past Christmas when I ordered the first sort of batch Mm -hmm. of his underwear. But I've like seen his brand and seen him around for years Mm -hmm. and never picked anything up. And I do that. Sometimes I feel like I'm just like a a vulture sort of like circling. And it just takes until I'm like, all right, I'm going to like go all in and pick up a whole bunch of things and see if I, if I like them. And uh, I'm glad I finally did because yeah, it's, you can tell it's made by somebody who cares about the fabric and the fit and the cut and the customer and, yeah. and, and is a fan of underwear as well. Well, he totally redid his line. He, everything he's done up until then was mm-hmm. kind it was different. And this, what he's doing now, he just totally redid it. And makes the most amazing underwear now. And I'm just like, what did you do? What What is your secret sauce here? We mean, you made good underwear, but now you're making incredibly well-made, great underwear. Like, you brought it up, like, two notches. And because yeah. I had friends ask me, is it worth Because it's, it's on the pricier side. It's in the 30s for a mm-hmm. pair. And I had a friend ask me, is it worth it? And I'm like, yes, it's worth it. Yeah. I highly recommend it. And I want a pair of the swimwear and now I gotta go check out the sale that you were talking about. Yeah, so I think I it's like a twenty I think it's like a twenty five percent off sale. Um I don't know how long it's running, but it's been a couple it's been it's already been up for a couple of days. So So I'll look. But yeah, he's go check that. amazing. I'm just tell everyone go buy it. You will not be disappointed. Everyone will enjoy them. He makes so many different styles, thongs. Bikinis, trunks, um, yeah, yeah, you name it, he makes it. So, well, and you know, it's I, I think I had posted a picture wearing one of the pairs of underwear, and um, he had uh, sent me a message because I, I think I posted that it was maybe like one of the first pairs that I got, and so he he sent me a message and was just just saying like you know oh yeah I hope you like them, and we were chatting just briefly about it pun intended. And I was telling him about this particular pair of uh, the the swimwear that I wanted in that print. And he was telling me uh, like how it's inspired by this particular mm-hmm. like, tropical fish. And I was just like, so fascinated by it. I'm like, Oh my God, this guy's got like the best references. Like, this is just, this is awesome. Like this makes me love the product even more. Mm-hmm. And so then I was like, yeah, I, now I kind of absolutely need to have it. And that was really nice. That's why I want him on the show. I'm like, come on, you have stories, you have stuff. People want to hear these stories. But yeah, well, fingers crossed because I would love to to listen to that podcast. So I've got to try to hit him up. It has been a little while, so I need to go back to that well and see. It's like, come on. So yeah. So let's talk now, Vitos and Spandex, because those are all the underwear questions. So we'll go into Unventured territory. We are totally unprepared because you got no questions about this. Oh boy! So do it off the fly. You said you've worn speedos for a while. You've worn them <laughs> when you were younger. 
So what's making you go back to them now? You're posting these amazing pictures and the super fun prints you wear. Uh, one in particular, and I forget who made it because I looked it up. Loved it. You have such amazing taste in swimwear, underwear, Thanks. and spandex. Uh, I love it when your pictures come across the screen because I'm like, oh, what's he wearing today? Uh, it's, <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to do. So what made, what's making you now share your love and spandex and speedos on social media? What is... So, so actually, I, I didn't really wear speedos when I was younger, actually. I definitely always had a love for them and I wanted to. But I think, you know, it's just kind of like figuring myself and my sexuality out. I, I didn't feel as... I was always a pretty outgoing person and really didn't have too much shame about doing anything kind of crazy. But that just felt like, I don't know, something that I wasn't quite comfortable in my skin doing yet. But I would say in the past, like, I don't know, like probably in the past, like eight to 10 years. So of my, of my adult life, probably when I, once I got into like my mid twenties, I was pretty, pretty secure. And then when I started wearing Speedos like out to the beach, I just loved it. And it was one of those things of like, I'm so happy and feel free doing this that like, there is no way like you're putting that back in the bottle. Right. So, mm -hmm. so then it kind of just like any pool, any beach, like this is, this is my swimwear. This is, this is what I wear and I love it. And, and everybody around me was, very supportive. I like to to think that I wouldn't surround myself with people who would be unsupportive. And if they saw how happy that I was, they're all kind of like bombastic people as well. I'd say most of my friends. So it's like, everybody's very supportive of everyone and like, go for it. If it makes you happy and like, we're all sort of competing for attention anyway. So <laughs> it was, it became, it became my, my go-to. So I definitely, had plenty of speedos <laughs> i definitely wore them on my own time but it was nice to like kind of let them see the light of day and so um so so yeah in that sense in my adult life i've i've worn speedos for for a long time and have just it's just kind of like second nature for me and then more recently i would say i didn't always i wasn't like on the swim team or anything like i i it, in my current you know for years i've swam as a form of working out and cardio but i have i'm pretty self i was always pretty um secure in the water like I'm a, I'm a decent swimmer just kind of on my own but i definitely did not know any kind of technique for like strokes or anything like that mm -hmm. and i've watched hours and hours and hours of youtube instructional videos and i follow a lot of fitness accounts and people who offer um tips on instagram and there have been some really amazing helpful super super helpful accounts that i follow now but it was just kind of like a lot of research on my own and so i feel pretty comfortable like swimming laps and i probably don't have the like perfect technique i've never had a coach kind of like watch me while i'm swimming to offer any insights but um having been sort of like an athletic kid growing up you know i'm like look i know i know the cardio is working because i'm kind of dying after i mm -hmm. i do for half an hour or more and so it kind of went hand in hand that i love speedos and um with this account as i kind of mentioned earlier sort of documenting my fitness journey for who knows how long that I was like, okay, well, that's going to be my check-in photo. And I love, I love speedos and underwear. And so I'll, I'll get to show that off as my kind of like gym gear. Nice. I do have very good freestyle form because I was yeah. in the gay swim team here back in the mm -hmm. day in my twenties. So I don't have good freestyle form. The other ones I have never learned butterfly because it is hard as hell to learn mm -hmm. and if you only go 50 meters you want to die because yeah. it's so hard backstroke i constantly hit the wall at full speed and hit my head and i stopped doing that mm -hmm. yeah because i was yeah, I'll do 
the backstroke and like i always stop short because i know that that's going to happen and so like i'll get most of the way there and then i'm like uh i can't really tell where i am and the the pool that i it's just in my building and so it doesn't really have the markings that you would oh yeah so i'm always like looking at the you know planter that's against the wall and i'm like all right i think that's the planter that's towards the end of the pool but there's two of them so i don't really know yeah it's kind of guesswork I do that. They're like, there's flags above because we swam at the Georgia Tech pool. Mm-hmm. And they're like, they're flags above. They tell you. And I'm like, just be quiet. I don't want to know. So after the third time of going full speed and hitting my head, yeah, and no my thanks. friend, she was like, um, that sounded like it hurt. I was like, it did. Yeah. So I'll yeah. stop doing that. And then the breath stroke, I totally suck at because I hate the kick. I'm like, I hate this kick. So I don't even really go anywhere fast enough. I'm just like, I'm like the little engine that could. I'm like, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I can do, I can do the breaststroke. It's the butterfly that I just am like, I'm embarrassed to attempt this. And so I've tried it and I'm like, I basically did one lap of the pool and I was like completely exhausted and Mm -hmm. like, yeah, well, that's all I'm doing to that. So, uh, but it's, yeah, freestyle, I can, I can kind of power through pretty, pretty well. Freestyle. Perfect. But the butterfly, you have to get the kick and the arm motions in sync. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, if you get them, like once you get it, it was, it was kind of finding that rhythm that is, was just challenging. Cause I like have not done that and my body's mm-hmm. not kind of doing that. And so at first it just felt like I was just like convulsing in the water. I was like, this is not how this is supposed to feel. But then I got, I kind of got it and it was just like, you know, it was a lot of work. It's hard. It's very hard. Oh my God. I brings back bad memories. Um, yeah, no, thank you. But no, I'll just stick with the freestyle. I'm good. Yeah. Very good. But as a, as a lover of speedos, I always wish that like, my school or like somewhere local had had a swim team and we, there was just nothing kind of near where, where I grew up that, I mean, you, if, if like, you know, I guess it would probably been like an hour away and, and uh, it wasn't, it wasn't, it just was not like a big sport kind of hour I was. Mm-hmm. And so I never had that opportunity really. We had one and I wish I would have joined it, but you know, hindsight, you're like, damn it. Because when I joined the gay swim team, they're like, Oh my God, you're tall. And you have really long mm-hmm. arms. You're going to be perfect. And I was really thin then I was, when I was in my twink face. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like, oh, my God. Yes. And, well, I had a problem jumping off the starting block. So that was a little bit mm-hmm. of an issue. And I'm like, mm, you mean to what? No, no. Yeah. Nope. Nope. I mean, I, I was always very um, – I always felt very secure swimming. I loved being in the water. Like, I was always in the pool in the summer as a, as a kid. And so I loved, I really did love swimming. I wish I had, yeah, like had a coach. I think I would have been good at it. It's it's, a, it's an amazing workout. I do love mm-hmm. for cardio because, I mean, I get out of the pool and I'm like starving. I can feel just like my whole body burning calories. And mm-hmm. I always feel like, I'm like, all right, now I won't feel so guilty when I go eat a whole pizza. Exactly. Um, it's great. It's the best. <laughs> But if you're like me, when I do it on my own, I'm go. I'm gonna swim 500 yards or 500 mm-hmm. meters, and halfway through, we're gonna do 400 meters now. <laughs> and then finally, it's like 250. All right, yeah, good. Yeah, and my friends yeah. goes like, "You're not supposed to do that." I was like, "Shut, leave me alone." I do. That's yeah. That could get. That's a little tough. I mean, it's good. I usually, you know, I know what I'm gonna do when I kind of get down there and and. I have, I, I kind of recently got like the new Apple watch. So I love that it like tracks uh, it. I kind of like break, it breaks down like what stroke you do, which I didn't realize until what? a few times. Yeah. And it's pretty, it's fairly accurate. I was kind of surprised because I had gone for a couple workouts with it and then like you kind of hit it one time and saw that it scrolled and that there was like, it gave a breakdown of, of what strokes you did for sort of like a breakdown and I was like, oh, okay, that's kind of awesome. So I, I use, I like that. I am, I'm a little OCD about things. So I like to have like a checklist. I like to have a breakdown. I like to do 
even sets of things. So if I swim, if I do freestyle to start off and I do like 10 laps, I'm like, all right, well, now I have to do 10 laps of all the other strokes because it's got to be equal and even. So that's my, that's a lot of my motivation is, is helpful in that way. I wish I was that way. I'm so not. I'm just like, I'm good. I explained it this way when my Apple Watch, because I have friends who are obsessed with closing their rings. So it's like, hey, the Apple Watch is like, hey, you, if you do a brisk walk for 15 minutes, you'll close your ring. And I always look at my Apple Watch. I'm like, I'm good. <laughs> Don't try to guilt me, Apple Watch. Don't. Yeah. Uh-uh. It's not going to work on me. Mine, like, I like closing the rings. I don't always close all of them. I, like, I'll close my move. I didn't, you know, I don't even remember really setting my goals. So they're usually, I don't, like, always close them. So I know that they're, like, at least decent enough that it's not a super easy thing. But I always, I always usually close the move ring and the exercise ring. It's the stand ring because I sit at a desk all day. And I usually don't close the stand ring. And by the time I'm done with work, there's usually not enough hours of the day left to hit standing each hour oh. to, to close it. That one always closed. The other ones, it's like, mm, yeah, whatever. Okay. No, you're not going to guilt me, Apple Watch. I know you. My mother can't even guilt me. So you're not going to guilt me. Thank yeah, you. exactly. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> Thank you. The one thing about swimming that I wish... I know they make them, but I just haven't invested in any yet is like earbuds that are waterproof. I like to like when I'm working out, I love to have my music playing and to not have music while I'm swimming is like, there's a lot of just like thoughts in my head that I wish I could turn off while I'm swimming. Most of it is like, keep breathing, keep breathing. Like this is terrible. And uh, to have some music to kind of cut through, that would be nice. Yeah. It's crazy. Although I do have friends who swim who swear by the bone conducting headphones for swimming. Well, so which one is? They're the ones that go like right behind your ear mm-hmm. and they rest on the bone and it sends the sound through the bone into your head. Oh, that's wild. And it sounds just like the regular, but because you're underwater and it goes in a different way, you'll hear the music as you normally would. As opposed to, like, headphones. But, yeah, yeah, they're waterproof, and you can wear them in the pool, and you can wear them. So, yeah, it's... Yeah, it's, like, on my radar. I'm, like, that's something that I'm going to put on, like, the Christmas list for myself, maybe. Because they're usually they're usually not very cheap. <laughs> no, they the, the waterproof headphones were a couple hundred. I don't remember yeah. what they were. I haven't looked at them in a while. I thought, those would be neat to have. And I looked at the price, and I'm, like... Oh, they would be neat to have, but too bad we yeah, don't but those would be great to have. <laughs> we don't need... Nope, nope, we have nowhere we're going to wear those, so yeah. we do not need those. Thank you. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I... Um, I don't know if I swim enough. I, I'm trying more. I mean, it's so... My, my gym and my, my the pool and everything is in the building that I, that I live in. We have some nice, like, amenity spaces. And so... I've been trying, especially this year with this sort of like doubling down on the fitness and trying to stick with it as much as I can to like use those amenities because I am paying for them. And there's definitely been times that I felt like I'm not utilizing these to the full extent and I am paying for them. And so that's one of them. I think the first year that I was in the building, I probably went in the pool like twice. I'm like, that's not, that's not getting my money's worth. And and I have this incredible thing that I have access to and I, I should use it. And I have enough speedos that I really should be using it. <laughs> yes. When I was on the swim team back in the day, me and one other person wore a different speedo to every practice for a year and never wore the same one twice. That's goals right there. Goals. And they were like, and we swam two lanes. Of, we swam next to each other. I swam in, a slower lane than he is. And they were just like, how many do you two own? And he owned more than I did. And he wore this one that I wanted so bad. It was a metallic silver, like competition cut size one. And I'm like, I want that. That's awesome. I love the sound of that. 
yeah, it was, I'm just going, oh my God. So yeah, we never wore the same one twice and it just blew people away. And I'm like, well, I have a little bit of a problem. So that's a, that's a good thing. That's a good thing to be known for, though. I mean, that's yeah. how kind of my friends feel like whenever I go to the whenever we go to the beach. They're like, I I don't ever really wear the same suit twice. I don't think most of the friends that I that I have right now have ever seen me wear the same suit, which is a shame because there's some really great suits, and I do switch them up. I rewear them in different places, but I have certain friends that are like, I've never seen you wear the same speedo twice. It's like, well, <laughs> like, well, you know, I gotta I gotta cycle through them. I have a public I must entertain. Thanks. Hey. Yeah, yeah. Exactly, exactly. So that'll lead me to my next question, which I think is... No, not our last question. We, It's our next to last question. So obviously your friends know about your underwear, spandex, Speedos. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're pretty supportive. And do they know of your Instagram? Or, or how open so- are you with your love of everything i'm pretty i'm pretty open about it so yeah so my friend my friends know i mean like they see me whenever we're out at the beach or something so they know and many of them are also speedo wearers so that's you know pretty pretty kind of open and and yeah if they ever ask like i mean honestly i'll like kind of i'll always bring like two or three speedos if i'm going to the beach in in my bag and so like i've had friends who are out and about and they're like hey we were gonna come to the beach but we, like, we don't have anything to wear i'm like you can borrow some of mine and they're fine they're fine with that so yeah i think like everybody kind of knows they don't i have not really told anybody that i know about this instagram account i figured some of them will come across it possibly and I'm, it's not so much that I would hide it from them or like keep it separate. Obviously, my face is all over all over that page. But I really just kind of started it as my thought was at first because I do have a like personal, I'll call it Instagram account that I've had for like I don't know when when did Instagram start? I you know I kind of started mm-hmm. it like way, way back. And I've never really posted a lot on it. Like I have posts throughout the years. Usually if I go on a vacation, there will be some nice you know, pictures that I've posted. But um, it has like all of my friends, all of my family, a lot of coworkers and clients and people I work with. And I was like, well, I want to have somewhere where I can document all of this, like, kind of like shirtless pictures and just obviously wearing speedos and spandex and underwear and different things like that. And I don't really want to spam at like literally everybody I know with that, but also I want to have fun posting. So if it's something that they come across and they want to follow it, then they're more than welcome to, then it's their decision. And it's Mm -hmm. not me sort of throwing myself in, in front of them. And I thought about like, oh, maybe I just keep it on my personal account and do it as like a close friends thing. But then I was like, well, that really kind of defeats the purpose of like possibly connecting with other people who love underwear, mm-hmm. other people who love spandex, like things like that. So ultimately, I made the decision to create this second account. And just FYI for anybody listening, you can turn off the setting where it's like, suggested for people because it would be the same email address or whatever Mm -hmm. Uh, so i turned that off because i was like i just if they come across it that's fine by me but i'm not gonna push it on them and i actually you know what that's not true i'm lying i have told a few of my friends about it friends who i already know are like into underwear and speedos and and spandex and so they follow and yeah that's kind of that's kind of where, where I stand on that. It's not, it's not something that I would, I mean, if I, if I were going to hide it, I probably wouldn't have posted my face all over. And it's been really interesting. Like I was saying, because I never, I was more of like an observer a little bit more. Yeah. I I was an observer on Instagram prior to this account, my personal account. Like I follow a lot of (laughs) memes and friends and that's pretty much it. And because I was never like an active poster or like, I think I've only ever put up like one or two stories. I, I only learned how to, this, 
this is going to be terrible, but I only really learned how to do stories about a year ago. And I think I've only probably posted like five maybe on my personal, just cause I just don't really mm-hmm. post. And so this new account has been a total experiment for me. And I've been learn. It's been a learning experience of like, you know, you see people getting all fired up and being like, Oh yeah, my, my post was taken down. Uh, and like all things like that. And I have now experienced that. I've gone through that emotional roller coaster, um, which I had never, ever come close to experiencing on my own personal account. I don't even know if I have like any DM messages on my personal account. I just said, no, I don't think I've ever used it before. And so I've been chatting directly with people all over now. And it's just, you know, we were kind of having a conversation a little earlier about social media and sort of the ups and downs of it. And I've, I've always like indulgently enjoyed parts of social media, but kind of hated a lot of things about it. Mm-hmm. That's, just, that's my personal philosophy. I'm, I'm kind of torn on it. And so when I started this page, I was uncertain as to whether or not it was really going to last. I thought, after the first like two weeks, I might've just shut it down and I wasn't sure if I was going to enjoy it. And there are definitely times I get a little irritated on, on there. And there's times where I just feel tired and I'm like, I don't want to, I don't want to post anything. And I don't really like the way I look today. And I don't like the way I feel today. And then I kind of just remind myself like, no, this is supposed to be like sort of a daily check-in kind of journal. And even if you don't like the pictures you took, post something because you can look back on that and think like, all right, you know what? I might look at it in a different light tomorrow. And I might look back at that and say, Mm -hmm. you know what? That was actually, I I looked great and, and I, I should have felt great. And so, yeah, it's just kind of a, a journey and a place for me to share. It's, It's a place for me to document myself. I don't think I've ever, it's so funny. You wouldn't know it because every picture on that account is a selfie, but I don't think I'd ever posted a single selfie before uh, on my other page. So it's um, that's been a learning curve too. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Now it's, I think the world of underwear brings out good in people. It brings out a community where you can express yourself and get good feedback and get people who see what you're doing and enjoy it. And the world, like, we talked about before the world of underwear is usually for most point for the most part, a very happy place on social media other yeah. than taking stuff down and, mm-hmm. you know, pictures being taken down and stories being taken down from like two years ago that have disappeared. And you're like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, oh, I had 26 on Facebook today. And when I checked, yay. A page I used to manage years ago has come back, and every time I turn around, there's, like, new violations. And I'm like, not part of it. Go away. Go away. Yeah, Yeah, I had, you know, I had, like, never, I had never experienced that. And I think because of how quickly I set up the account, and I followed a lot of accounts that I had previously followed on my personal uh, account. And I think I kind of got, like, flagged a little bit as, like, spam. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't even how all these algorithms and and everything like totally works but i definitely felt like uh well now there were certain there was there was a picture i tried posting and it was within seconds and mm-hmm. i was like there's there's no legitimate screening process that could, you know i mean we could get into the whole thing but it was just it's just been yeah it's been interesting that and like i mean i've i've talked to some really incredible super friendly really nice people and then there have been like, I've just never seen so many, obviously I know they exist, but I just never been spammed so heavily. Oh yes. <laughs> like, kind of. I'm like, you know, I, I shouldn't be surprised by any of this, but it's a novel and new thing for me to be on the receiving end of. And so I, I'm like, wow, like this really is like kind of insane. And it, mm-hmm. it makes me, but sometimes I'm like, wow, just 
yeah, things get dark really quick. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh. But, but it has been a great place. I've connected with some, like, apps. I mean, we connected via Instagram. Mm-hmm. You know, like mentioned, I never in a million years thought I would get to talk to Todd Sanfield. And next thing you know, we're just having like a very casual conversation. And I've connected with some some other amazing underwear and Speedo lovers. And I've been chatting with the owner of Club 77, who mm-hmm. is kind of running and starting up his own uh, swimwear company and line and has some amazing products. And it's been really fun to like give feedback to somebody who's making these suits and talk to them about their experience running running that kind of business and so there's amazing opportunities to be had and I definitely plan to to keep this account going I definitely am a little on edge because I don't know how many posts I can have taken down before I just get deactivated. So I'm definitely a little more mindful of that now. And uh, I'm just kind of learning as I go. No one really knows. No one really knows. Yeah. yeah. It's uh, Instagram, prudish Instagram. It's like, okay, there are certain things you can do to prevent it or not prevent it, but, you know, sort of, Make it have a better chance of going, but yeah. it's just yeah. I'm sorry, I'm I'm learning those uh, those uh, tips and tricks as I go. But even that, sometimes you'll do to your best of your ability, and then it's like it'll get taken down anyway. And you're just like, "What the hell?" Thanks, sure. Instagram. Yeah, and I mean, like, I by no means consider myself like a content creator or an influencer or, or any of those things and don't think that I ever would, but it's nice to just have my, my little page and it's nice to, you know, kind of get showered in love a little bit. And, and like I said, it's just nice to, to connect with people. That is, that is the positive side of social media. It's Mm -hmm. really great to, to connect with these communities of people who have similar interests that you might not know just in daily life kind of meeting them anywhere and um and there's there have been multiple people who you know it's kind of like small world where you're like oh yeah like i know that other person or i know somebody else and Mm -hmm. and i'm like oh yeah like i know that person too and and it's just uh it's a small world it definitely is and when you meet people they'll be like people you meet through social will be like oh yeah i know so-and-so i know so-and-so so yeah, it's it's amazing who knows who in the underwear community and who talks and so it's fun. And yes, you are an influencer and yes, you are a content creator because <laughs> by do, definition perhaps, I don't know. You do spread positivity, you do spread joy. You know, you're you're influencing guys to wear spandex into the gym and speedos and everything else which I think is a great thing. You yep. put out content all the time. So you're a content creator. So you're, you're both, even though you don't think you're both, but you are. Yeah, it's, it's, um, I, I guess I'm getting used, used to that idea. It's going to take some, take some time to, to acclimate to that. But, but yeah, no, I, you know, people have said some really wonderful, nice things and sent me some, some really nice thank yous. And, and I just think that, we could all be more supportive mm-hmm. of one. It's just, I, you know, I, like I, I mentioned a little earlier, like when I've kind of first started wearing Speedos and just felt that like happiness of being free and open and myself, like you can't, you can't bottle that back up and, and there's no harm in that. Nope. And that sort of joy and self-expression just leads to such more a positive life overall. And and that's infectious people, people Mm -hmm. can, can see that. And I think it shows, and I love supporting other people in their search for that. And it just, that brings me joy. Awesome. Well, I guess that'll wrap up our podcast. Uh, We have the easiest question for last. Where can people find you on social media? Oh my god! I had to write this down because I didn't even remember <laughs> handles. I'm just—it's not the most—it's not the most creative. Uh, I'll tell you that because I was like, "All right, I'm just going to kind of throw this thing together and figure it out later." But my Instagram handle is JD 
underscore fitness 2023. So we'll see if uh, it lasts beyond 2023. I, I hope so. Nice. No, I think it will because you are very outgoing, very fun, good guy, very Thank sweet you. guy. And we definitely hope you stay around quite a bit longer than 2023. Just saying. Uh, well, I'll so, have to. I'll have to update that handle <laughs> at some point, I guess. And just leave it there. That'll just... Yeah. Leave. It'll be a reminder when, when, we, when we started. Exactly. Exactly. Well, well thank, thank you for having Oh, no. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for finally... We finally got it together and yeah. uh, had a great conversation. And I definitely want to get you back on another podcast soon. That would Sounds be good. I'll be back. Amazing. So, everyone, you know where to find me. It's you and B Tim at All Things Social. And join our Patreon, because I'm probably going to drop in the very beginning our Pledge Week. If I didn't already, go listen, join, donate a dollar if you can. Or if you can't, share the podcast with someone. Or go to the UMB store and buy something, because that helps me too. Just have a great week, people. And we will talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to our show. If you like what you hear, consider supporting us at Patreon at patreon.com slash UNB blog. Follow us on social media. You can follow the blog at UNB blog on Twitter and Instagram. Read the blog at unbblog.com. Also follow me if you like art or anything else fun and underwear at UNB Tim on Instagram and also Twitter. Thanks for listening, and we'll have more podcasts at you very soon. Bye.